You're listening to The Doers Podcast, right here on The Doers Network. And now, here's your host, Donald Robinson II. Well, welcome everyone to The Doers Network. I'm Donald Robinson II, your host. And on the line, we have two wonderful gentlemen, Jordan Coyne-Jackson and Rodney Gaines. They're going to talk about their businesses and what they've been doing in the community and all the good work they've been doing so far. So, gentlemen, how you doing? Doing great, man. How are you? Oh, doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. Thanks a lot. So let's start to kick off with what you guys are doing. I know you guys have a couple of businesses, which include Code Sign and Black Men Book Club. So yeah. let's talk about some of those. And um, whoever wants to start off can do so. So what yeah. are your lines of business? Yeah, so I guess I'll start off with CodeSign. So CodeSign is a creative technology studio and lifestyle brand. So for the most part, we focus on creating software, but really the platform is for empowering creators. So there's other things that CodeSign offers as well. So for example, we also have a clothing line called Me Against Mankind. Um, we also have a energy brand called Hashtag Energy. And so that allows people to create their own personalized energy drinks, startups as well. So some of our partners have been um, uh, Upfront Ventures, uh, Bamboo Detroit had some drinks. Those those came out great. And uh, yeah, just so it's just a creative studio. Okay, so in in terms of other areas of being creative, what 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 you say creativity? What what do you mean in terms of creative work? Yeah, yeah. So for me, like, so for example, like. All the all everything that I'm doing in CoSigns has a creative aspect to it. So, for example, um, you know the energy drinks. We've all seen energy drinks. You have like Red Bull. You have all these other different. Like you have Monster, but you never, rarely or you rarely see companies have their own drinks or brands have their own drinks. So, for example, you know if you wanted to increase, um, you know, employee engagement or 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 have like more marketing because really energy drinks are like a walking billboard yep you're allowed to you're you're able to create your own drinks so for example upfront ventures had their own drinks bamboo uh we made some drinks for bamboo so those were those were those were amazing and what i noticed is that it allows for one it, it gets people excited because they're like oh we have like our own drinks and so yeah. it kind of like strengthens the company brands and people also you know without any instruction they also shared you know, the drinks on social media. So it also kind of strengthens the brand as well, as far as like, all right, people are going to talk about it, but they're also going to share it. So that's just an example of, you know, what I mean by creative, which is like, yeah, energy drinks existed, but we're doing something different with it. And then also the same thing with me against mankind, which is really a part of the XAY brand, which just basically means X against Y. And so what it's a clothing brand, but the creative aspect of it is that, we're adding AR and some other, you know, other things to it that oh, really? kind of make a real fun, you know, um, experience. How you, how you, how you include AR with that? Oh, so for example, so like I was saying earlier, the main thing that Consign is 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 founded upon is is uh, technology, okay. and so you know, um, so software. So I typically uh, make apps, and so I've been working with AR Kit and uh, being able to use ARK, which is a framework on iOS to allow you to scan our products 
So, for example, you can scan the energy drinks, you scan the clothing, and, for example, maybe a game might pop up that you can play or a video might pop up. For example, like with Upfront, you can scan the Upfront drinks and then uh, a video of one of their events will pop up, you know. So, there was a lot of things like that that I added. That is cool, man. That is really, really cool. I like that. That's very yeah, innovative. It. Yeah, no, it really yeah. is. Um, and I think that that takes technology to, to you, especially in terms of consumer technology. It takes it to the next yeah. level, man. So yeah, back exactly. back to the drinks. Do you guys have like um different flavors that you customize for? Let's say if I want a mm-hmm. blueberry drink, you guys create that for me, or how how do you how do you do it? Yeah, how do you yeah. do that with every client you work with? Yeah, absolutely. So for right now, we just have a like standard flavors. We do have so for example, like it's just essentially not too much different than the original Red Bull formula. So that's what we that's what we offer. We do also offer a a um a non sugar version. Um, so no sugar like you know, a lot of uh, companies they tend to go with the 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 no sugar um uh, aspect or like options. So we 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 don't allow people to order different flavors yet. Uh, mainly because we're the main focus right now is just continuing to grow the brand okay. and uh, getting it out there, and then at some point expanding to other avenues. In which case, you have uh, you know more personalization. Okay, so let's say for example, I have a company and I want to do both. Let's say I wanted you guys to create me some hoodies and some flavored drinks. Do you all do that too, or do how do you go about mm-hmm. servicing your clients? Yeah, no, 100%. We do do that. You know, actually, I have a funny story. Like when I was in Los Angeles, one of my friends from Detroit, we were out there just talking business one day. And then um, I'm we there was a, a basketball player uh, who had played professionally overseas and he just overheard us. And um, he ended up, you know, buying uh, uh, all like custom clothing and then also personalized energy drinks. And then on top of that, he bought not not only did he buy it, but he also had a yacht party and everybody had like, you know, me against mankind clothing on. And they also had hashtag energy, you know, um, for their drinks. So that was awesome. So yeah, yeah, we, you can do, yeah, it can be, we, I, I, right now I, I handle all orders like personally. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. great. That's great. Um, you know, so, you know, because the thing I'm looking at with you guys, the efforts you're providing, man, that really takes, not just entrepreneurship, but tech entrepreneurship to the next level. It really, you know, I think yeah. a lot of, that's ahead of the curve and a lot of people, hopefully mm-hmm. what I'm hoping that you guys will end up doing is getting a lot of celebrity lines. Cause I can see a lot of celebrities mm-hmm. benefiting from that, man. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think, I think so too. Um, you know, one of our, our, our plan is to, is to keep growing our brands and even with like what Jordan is doing with like black man, a uh, book club is, is I mean, uh, gaining steam and we want to make it so that we want to make it so that the brands you know um are getting like actually they've been starting to get picked up by very like you know important people i was just in la for you know for a couple of years and you know we we're meeting we're in the same circles of, as a lot of these you know uh, celebrity people so that's that's what's been helping us as well good 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 and so yeah. since you mentioned let's let's switch it up to the black men book club tell me what's that all about yeah, man. So Blackman Book Club was uh, kind of an idea that came to me when I was just thinking about how I kind of learned how to code myself. Okay. Um, I'm a software engineer as well. Okay. Um, iOS, iOS uh, mobile developer. Okay. And I was I was thinking about kind of the track I took to learn what I learned, and I realized there wasn't a lot of access, a lot of like information for people that that looked like me that that could um kind of do it. 
So I wanted to think about how to build a track for that. So Black and Book Club really started like that. Um, it expanded to everything outside of tech as well. So any type of book, um, it's basically a, a club that lets people um, view collections of books that help them track their uh, their skill tree. Okay. So like think of it as like a as like a uh, as a, a multi multi dimensional um, learning experience. Okay. So it's like the, the the books help supplement the learning you're doing, um, and it's a, a web and mobile experience that lets you uh, track it with friends and people around you. Um, I'm going to start working on having events around it as well, where it's like you go and you have a uh, learning track and you meet up with other people that are also on the same learning track as you, and you you get to share notes on whatever topic you're uh, you're studying on. Okay. Um, and uh, and yeah, so I'm in the I'm I'm still working on the product itself. It's still like in kind of a kind of a uh, what's the word? Not not secret, but a like a, a, a yeah. stealth stealth. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm working stealth. stealth a yeah. bit right now, it's, I'm still getting product knowledge, getting user feedback, trying to understand the best. Uh, the best approach to 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 launching this flagship product so yeah that sounds that sounds wonderful so this so your the books that are in your club center are more like uh learning and self-help and things like that it's, it's not do you guys cover fiction books anything like that at all or are you just more about learning yeah. well yeah right now it's 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 definitely more on the technical side so not a lot of fiction um i i do want to branch more into that slowly okay. um i feel like that's a whole other beast in a little bit of way because i'm more i'm definitely more of a technical reader. Yeah. I, I do enjoy fiction, but um, my 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 knowledge in the area is limited. It's but it's 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 a it's a cool thing because you know when I when I started making a lot of these moves with Black Men Book Club, a lot of uh, uh, black authors began reaching out to me. Okay. Um, and different platforms that were working on their own projects that were fiction. And, okay. You know, it started it started to make me think about you know helping promote promote their content as well. So it's uh it's it's been an interesting it's been a very interesting very like powerful experience you know learning about like what's what's cool to uh to read about like black men you know trying yeah. to build a stigma that's like you know a stigma that we can we can rally around yeah yeah you know so let's say i want to learn javascript and then i pick up a book and then do i bring it to you all or or how do you how do you select the books that you use to incorporate in the club mm it's a great question. So what we would do would be that you would bring the book to us in a, like a user in, user um, input. Um, we would have categories already aligned where you'd be able to choose like, you know, whether it be programming or let's say Java, let's say programming and Java. Let's just say programming. Let's say just programming and then Java. Yeah. Um, and from there, we would we would assign you with other people that are trying to learn the same similar things. Okay. And then the group would be able to upvote and like kind of organize um kind of the the the, um, the the beginning middle and end of that learning track and mm -hmm. along that track you'd be able to take notes or share photos or videos to other people and create events where you would be able to meet up and talk about these things oh okay and then so this sounds like correct me if i'm wrong but it sounds like on the onset all is there also like an online learning tool like uh maybe you know like university things has a class online but, but it would be like an online study group it's like a book club but a slash online study yeah. group as well is that is that the way it's yeah. working yeah that's 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 definitely the um the the idea i'm going for and okay. the thing is i'm it, it's it's a it's a book club but i mean i'm 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 open and i think i think i want to make a platform open up to like you know, Reddit sub subreddits. I yeah. want to open it up to just like content in general that I think that that people could use, like a podcast. Like if I'm like, oh, you guys listen to this 
this uh this bamboo podcast yeah, that's actually gonna, really, that'd be you know, very interesting yeah. right like this is going to help you with you're trying to learn about you know business hey listen to amanda's podcast this will help you with this or listen to you know yeah. rodney stuff yeah or yeah. watch watch this youtube video like i want to i want to be able to build kind of like the um the uh, the reddit of 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 book clubs in yeah. a sense where you're just able to 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 curate content for your collective group yeah yeah, yeah. tons of knowledge sharing basically mm-hmm. yep, yeah yep. Yeah, and, and I think the the way you guys are headed also using multimedia methods, audio, video, web, all that stuff. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, everything, everything. Yeah, we all have um, content as well. That's like above all that, we all have audio content, we have video content, we have writing content. Okay. Um, and it's it's helped us kind of form our our. I think I mean maybe speaking for myself, maybe Rodney mm-hmm. as well, but it's helped me help help us form um, an idea of like. Hey, what are people? What are people interested in hearing from us, and how do we how do we track that into like our products? Oh sure. yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Like yeah, like with creating on the content that we do create, you know, we're it's is we often it's easy to kind of see like what people gravitate to more, and that's kind of influences how we go about you know cre- you know um, creating our brands and how we push them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. uh, absolutely. And um, so let's turn this the. Let's turn the conversation more into who you guys are, like what's your backgrounds and where you're born and raised and, and how did you get up to this point in your life? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so for me, uh, born in Detroit, uh, lived there for a few years, moved out to Farmington Hills, was raised in Farmington Hills. Um, I went to Harrison High School um, and um, I went to Wayne State for a year um, and uh Prior to going to Wayne State, you know, I actually learned programming really young, just out of curiosity, and um, and uh, yeah, I just I got into programming young. I was building like websites and building computers in my own spare time, mm-hmm. and um, I think at the time I was a, a freshman in college. I'm sorry, not in college, but in high school, and so I was you know, like 13, going on 14 years old, and so I was just reading about Java and other like programming languages, and then I ended up getting. Uh, a very uh, large opportunity in high school and I was basically able to you know um, just like I was living I was living great I was like I decided I turned I got I got lucky early on and got discovered like online and um, put an opportunity that made me tons of money but you know like those things don't last forever so what I what happened is after that um, I was a senior in high school and I kind of just decided let me just live like a more a normal like yep. life you know and um uh did all the normal things and uh but i made an app that i forgot about and i didn't check on and i didn't check on the app until after my first year in college and you know i i i was you know because i i went back and i looked and i saw i was like wow this app like it blew up but i didn't think it was like when I when I when I wrote it, it was just like a project that I was just making, and and, then, and it was a Twitter app. Okay. Um, so it allowed you to see who you were following, you like who was following you, who wasn't following you, and, and you know stuff like that. Okay. And um, it had blew up while I wasn't paying attention. Wow. And so that kind of inspired me to to really kind of take the software thing a little bit more serious because I kind of have put it into my past, and um. Then uh, me and a friend uh, named DeAndre Ely, he's also uh, was a, a part of Bamboo Detroit as well. Yes. Um, we, you know, and, and a high school friend of mine, we were like, hey, let's start this company um, to 
you know, work on software. And then we ended up doing run. And uh, that's when, you know, I reached out to Jordan and then we were all together doing a company called run, which is the on-demand delivery startup. And that's how we even like first got into bamboo. I think we started run before bamboo. Yeah, like a, but, month. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like a couple months before bamboo started. I think it was 2013. Okay. And then bamboo came. So it was like almost like the perfect timing, mm. you know, and we worked out of there all the time, like 24 hours. It was because it used to be 24-7. And um, OG bamboo. Yeah, way back. And um, yep. yeah, so like fast forward a little bit to, you know, after that experience was a few years and ended up working at a couple companies out here. But I moved to California and I ended up at uh, Bird, which was the, large, the fastest growing company in like the, the country, you know, uh, last year. In 2018 yep. um, and I joined as the sixth engineer and um, when I left you know um, there was a hundred engineers and that only and that happened in one year so um, after bird you know um, I kind of was like you know what I think I'm gonna go back to startup life and that's why I started uh, code sign the creative technology stu- uh, studio and lifestyle okay and now you say was that the bird the scooter company you were working for yeah yeah I was working for bird and what, yeah. what was your position there again engineer software engineer software engineer okay yeah so you yeah. got to cut your teeth pretty good with that experience right yeah yeah I had, yeah I, I had a great time man it was crazy because it grew so fast you yeah. know I, and yeah. and i was in a position of so much um uh influence too because i didn't realize how much how big it really was until until after everything kind of flew by yeah. you know what i'm saying but but i did take advantage of being in that position and you know um uh, you know, uh, having partnerships with like Afrotech. So we were able to hire like four diversity candidates. I was able to do um, a lot of like hiring uh, some more people. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was great. It was a great experience. Wow, that's wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. How, how about you, Jordan? What was your, what's your story? Yeah, man. Uh, so I was, uh, I was born in Ann Arbor um, at the time. Mom was going to U of M um, and from there, we moved around a lot as a kid. I was an only child. Um, okay. Just me and my mom living living together from all my adult, all my my childhood life. Um, okay. I ended up moving out to Farmington. I was moving to Detroit um, as a kid. Lived there for a few years, um, but then moved to Farmington Hills and with the Harrison with Rodney. Okay. Um, and DeAndre as well. Okay. And uh, from there, I went to Wayne State as well. And me and Rodney were roommates actually. Yeah, yeah, program yeah. Program we got into because yeah. we were, Crazy. We were just great students. We yeah. had a special program. Yeah. <laughs> we could we got to go in the summer yeah. before school started. <laughs> wow. And we were on campus. And you know, from from there, like I was I, I was never into tech at the time. I was totally, totally like artist driven. I I time I was a writer primarily, mm-hmm. totally. I I was um I wrote a book of poems when I was 18. I published on Amazon. Yeah. And that was like, you know, kind of opened my eyes to kind of the online world. Okay. Um, not really software, but really just like, hey, there's like money to pay. There's products you can build by yourself. You don't need a corporation type of idea. Right. That kind of kind of informed me about that at the time. Um, didn't make any money off of it, but it informed me <laughs> that potential was out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But then I got into um, after after that after after uh, Wayne, I was with Wayne for one semester. I uh, I dropped out um, because. You know, I was just, uh, I wrote an article about this uh, actually really recently. It was uh, how I went from a college dropout, a depressed college dropout to a software engineer. Okay. Um, and 
I basically had a spiral of depression for a while where I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And yeah. I was kind of kind of trapped in like, hey, I want to do these artistic things, but I'm broke. And I want to do all these different creative things, but like I'm living with my mom and it's like, I got to yeah, get yeah. a job. And it's like life, life hits you really fast and you drop out and you don't have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like I was, I was struggling trying to figure my ways. I started working on like Fiverr where I was doing video editing and like doing whatever I could, like $5 jobs, okay, like anything to get, to get by. Um, but after that, for a while, I, 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 you know, continued to talk to the guys, um, Rodney and DeAndre primarily, and they just said, Hey, you want to like join us at a, a pure code? We're like trying to build ideas out. We're trying to build products. Um, I think, and I remember thinking like, I don't have shit to lose at yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, these guys are showing me this opportunity to try to try to try to do something totally different. Um, I, so I said, I said, yes, I, I decided to read Steve Jobs autobiography. That was the first anything technical related, anything product related, anything I ever read. Yeah. And it just totally changed my outlook on like business and product and like startups and the entire world. So after that, you know, we dove into run and, you know, so we met Noah too. I remember you. Yeah. Yeah. Noah came through your referral. Yeah. 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 I had a friend of mine that uh, went to school with a, a, a very good uh, software engineer who works like primarily in blockchain related crypto things now. Yeah. Um, who we brought on as well at the time to help us with run. Okay. And um, from there at run, like, man, like, 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 like Rodney just said, man, we learned so much from that experience about the startup world. We were in communication with a lot of different people from, all over the country that yeah. was in, 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 in the on-demand space. Yeah. At the time, that was brand new. No, yeah. really? we, were, we, we didn't really know. I think we knew around the cusp of something, but we didn't really know how big it would become. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's clear like, now. It's clear now. It's yeah. clear now, like seeing like DoorDash and Uber Eats, right. seeing how like crazy that they're doing. Yeah. We were on something back then for sure. Yeah, we, so so it was the 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 what it, what that experience taught me was about like that 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 love of innovation, that that tip of the iceberg type thinking. Yep. You know, that, that, that carried me, that carried me into it. So after, after run, I, um, I decided to move to LA and continue my career as trying to write. Um, okay. I was screenwriting primarily most of the time and I was, uh, you know, getting, getting my ass shot down in LA, man, you know, those producers, they, yeah. they you know, it's a hard, it's a hard business to break into. Yeah. And you know, I, I lived there for about a year, you know, just, you know, writing and writing and just trying to get some to stick. Um, I ended up moving back to Detroit um, after a year, and it kind of hit me that I needed to figure out a way to sustain myself where I tried to do these creative things. Yeah. Because, you know, any any artist or creative knows, like, you try to be a writer, you try to be a director, you try to do all these things. It's really hard to make that first leap without having some type of backing for yourself. Right. So I started to dive into software engineering more, and I uh, I took different courses online, went to YouTube. Um Took a Udacity nano degree course, okay. uh, Udemy, just you know anything and everything to help me along my way to learn. And eventually, um, four months ago, Quicken Loans uh, accepted my accepted me, and the, and I'm now working software engineer great. full time. So great, yeah, congratulations, that's wonderful, man. I oh, appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. So yeah, but the whole time, you know, still working on products, trying to build different things, learning yeah. about how to like you know fail forward and keep keep moving with your yeah. own your own products as well. Yeah, um, but just just to get to that point as a software engineer, you know, it's been a, it's been a it's been a hell of a ride. How many how many partners did you guys have with when you did run? So it was me, Jordan, Noah, yeah. 
and Indre. Indre. Yeah. So okay. was that four PS4? Four? Four, four, yeah. 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 And we yeah. had and we 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 of course asked anybody everybody to help whenever we could. Yeah. But the main partners that that we would have that were the owners of the business were. Us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's wonderful, guys. I'm, I commend you all for taking those leaps because the the as you all know by experience, half the battle is even getting started. And oh, yeah, it's not easy. Out, yeah. It's not easy, but you guys have learned a lot, even in the, the amount of success you've had and the blowing up of the mm-hmm. other stuff. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it gives you the fuel for the next level. It's almost like yeah. especially in the tech world, it's like a stair step mm-hmm. process that you get you get one success yeah. and you build up on that and you just keep going. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. And you know, what was also a blessing too, had we not started that startup, we wouldn't even have known about you know bamboo and yeah. and the startups you know seeing in Detroit because you know w- when we were doing it in 2013 and you know we were new but bamboo was brand new as well and yep. and and even rocket fiber was was new yep. and, and and it was so there was so many companies that that even look now which you know in 2019 now six years later that are 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 big now but it, and it was great to be around that time. Yeah. And to see how the startup ecosystem has grown in Detroit over just like six years, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's been on warp speed ever since. And it's like, it's just, it yeah. seems like every year it gets faster and faster and more people are getting involved. Yeah, it's involved. getting fast. It's getting really fast. I've you know? noticed the trend. Yeah, it's been, it's been Detroit. Detroit, I, I like to say, like, I'm long on Detroit. Yeah. I, I think, I think Detroit is in a situation right now where, where because of a lot of the different circumstances that hurt Detroit 10 years ago. Yeah, we're in a position now where we can leverage, we can leverage a lot of it, and, and we can really take off in a lot of ways. Like if, you know, I'm I, I'm always telling I'm telling Rob, you know, if if we can bring more capital, more startup capital to Detroit, I think there'd be a lot of flourishing businesses in the next ten years. I think I think there's a potential for a, for a nice, um, um, bootstrap level, yeah. plus, you know, of business, course, of course, especially because you know. like you know, I just got back. You know, I was in I was in California for three years, but I was in LA for two years. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm paying what, you know, 3,500 just to, just for rent. Mm-hmm, right. And so, you know, and you know, not to mention food, travel and everything else. And so it's so interesting to see, and it's worse in the Bay, yep. you know, but it's so interesting to see that, you know, it's just like one plus one, you see that capital will go literally almost double, maybe even triple out here because it doesn't require you to have you know, uh, to spend as much, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, like, you know, startups in California, they're spending, you know, at the minimum, like 120, 130, 140, 150 for an engineer. Yep. And to be honest out here, you can get great engineers for half that price, yep. you know what I'm saying? And it's still be good pay. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and if you really want to stretch it, you can, it can get really good. So, you know, I know for a fact that, you know, that capital goes further out here. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of, people being convinced that the talent is here to be right. able to make it happen. Yeah, right. Talent. Yeah. Oh yeah, for Simple. sure. Now, w- when you were in LA, did you hear any buzz about Detroit while you were out there? You know, man, I was, I was trying to stir up the buzz about Detroit when I was out there. <laughs> okay. When I was out there, you know, I was bigging up Detroit every time, every, every chance I got, I didn't really, you know, but you know, I didn't hear not as far as tech. No, no, okay. not as, not as far as tech. No, I, you know, you know, people, I mean, LA is a funny place, man. Most of the time, when when they find out from Michigan or Detroit, they're like, "Oh, eight mile, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Eminem, like, like, right?" You know, like you know, that's what people know, like Detroit and Michigan for. Uh, and also, to keep in mind too, because because LA is just now starting to have 
a tech scene with Snap and, mm-hmm. you know, Bird and all these companies, you know, showing up over there. Yeah. So it's really mostly media. So that's what me- most people think about. But um, I one thing I do think, and uh, the, people can put me on record for this, is that I'm long in Detroit, but I'm also long in Los Angeles. Yeah. I think you, we've seen the start of basically Silicon Valley 2.0s in both the cities. Yep. And, um, and Detroit and LA also have had ties historically in general, just like in, you know, film, music, and, and all types of creative stuff. So yeah. once I think that, I think that is happening right now. And I think you'll, and, you know, when we look back in five years, uh, we'll see, a, you know, people will definitely look at Detroit like, okay, it makes, like, we want to be out there. We want to put capital out there. We want to, we want to do things out there. And the same thing with Los Angeles as well. Yeah, and I think that you're right. I think there may be some synergy between the two cities because, like you said, we, especially when you look at like the Motown Corporation, you know, what I'm saying yeah, by them exactly. starting here and moving exactly. out there, it's it's exactly. it's brought uh, some of that bridging between yeah. the two yeah, cities. Yeah, it's a lot of bridging. Yeah, automotive history, as well. automotive history, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's too many cars in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it's like it's yeah, it's it's unbelievable. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah it, you know, and and it's interesting because you know um. Uh, I, uh, when I was out there, I, I did notice, um, many people were from, but there were a lot of people from Michigan though. Yeah. That's one thing I did notice. Oh yeah. You know, there was a lot of people that went to U of M that, that was out there. So yep. they, a lot of people like, you know, people know about Ann Arbor though. Yeah. That's one I, people do know about Ann Arbor. It's not crazy, but the people, you know, people are aware of Ann Arbor. Um, and they had, yeah, I probably because a lot of people, you know, because um, Snapchat, you know, uh, you know, they brought a lot of Google people and Google employees, you know, are known for being a lot from like U of M. Yep. And like, you know, and, uh, you know, I saw, yeah, U of M was out there a lot. Um, yeah. Mainly U of M. Not, I didn't see much Michigan State presentation and uh, but a little bit of Wayne State, too. I, people hit me up, too. So it was mm-hmm. it was nice. No, that's good, man. I think um one thing also about the capital uh, I think that everything here has the potential to be homegrown all the way around because, as you see, mm-hmm. the past mm-hmm. 12, 18 months, we've had mm-hmm. a, quite a few unicorns like Duo Security and there's some other ones oh, coming yeah, up. So I think yeah. if, if those companies decide to reinvest in the tech community yeah. here, that that's some of the seeds that they, can happen. They, they, what they should do, if they early, if they it, what they yeah. should do is that they should look at the mistakes of everybody else. And, and you know, I think that some of the LA companies. If I were to look back, I think they should have invested more in the ecosystem. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not saying that they didn't invest at all, but right. I think that they, you know, I think that's one mistake that was made that they didn't reinvest back into, you know, the, you know, um, their home place. And I think that leads to, you know, um, you know, some, some conflicts, like yeah. people don't necessarily like snap that much people and bird was also kind of controversial as well and so you know i think that if you read if they were reinvesting one they would have a lot more trust amongst people yep but then also be creating more jobs and and it's interesting that you mentioned duo and stock x i remember before i left um detroit i was working at ford and you know i i was getting hit up by stock x and duo conspiracy and not to say i didn't want to, i they were the top, they were the best companies at the, at the time but um I wanted to go to California and now that I'm back in Detroit, I'm like, wow, these companies have really like, they, yeah, they actually, yeah. they, they stuck to it and they actually, like you said, they became unicorn status. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and I think there's going to be more to come as the, as the momentum keeps growing too, which is great. Hopefully yeah. I see one of you guys, see, see you guys on that bandwagon as well, man. No, hundred percent. hundred percent. We're working on a few, working on a few, we, we want to do a few unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> 
And yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's we we laughing about it, but it's possible. That's the re- that's the beautiful thing about being here. No, one hundred percent. Because I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm also back out here. Because you know, I was yeah, I was I've seen it. I've seen I haven't seen it all because I haven't been to like Austin or any like a couple of the other like or Seattle. But you know, me being from Detroit and try like actually trying to start about here and then going to California and actually working for two startups and then seeing all this stuff so now i'm like i know it's pos- i know it's possible i can see it um yeah. and um i'm actually you know um now i'm just i'm just down for the ride and just like and, tra- and trying to practice my patience because yeah. ultimately i've seen how how patience pays off and there's no need to rush and that's why code sign is also not just a creative technology studio but it's also a lifestyle as well yeah um, because um i think people uh, I think a lot of brands didn't notice this or they didn't ever position themselves in this way. But because um, you have like really like, for example, like Snapchat, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, like, they don't really necessarily say, it, but it is a lifestyle. Bird as well, because if you go to Bird's page and you go to like Instagram and whatnot, you can see like it's a, left, a lifestyle being sold. I mean, they sold me. When I, I saw employees like, you know, riding on scooters. I was like, oh, man, I got to work there. Yeah, <laughs> I got to yeah. work there. Yeah, and exactly. So, so I'm just, you know, I'm just taking some of the things I've seen out there and trying to build a long you know, a long trusted brand that will eventually become like a, a unicorn and also spin out maybe some good products. Yeah, Google, I think I think Detroit really promotes that real strategic type growth. Yeah, especially, yeah, yeah. Especially, you know, we have the, I mean, like we've talked about all the time, yeah, like yeah. the knowledge of understanding how to become the brand. Yeah, right? exactly. And, and yeah. Like in this day and age, like yeah. everyone has, everyone is a brand on, online. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah you know, and, and, and the products we're pushing, like, we're the faces of them. And we're yeah. kind of, we're kind of a new face in the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Like, yep. when we, we come, like, people see us, they they stop and kind of ask questions. Like, yeah. hey, why are all these black guys, you know, building yeah. all these products? Like, what is this? What is this about? Yeah. yeah. When we come in, when we, when we come in now, like, when we, when we build, like, Black and Book Club, when Cohen mm-hmm. um, is out, and when people see these things, they're able to, to associate it. And I think it, I think it builds a, a, a new culture yeah. in Detroit of, like, black, entrepreneurship and black tech entrepreneurship that i think that i think that is gonna like bamboo encourages like backstage capital which has been here yeah in detroit encourages like i think it's i think the trend is 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 shooting in the right direction so. oh yeah 100 percent. yeah and then, like, and, then I, and then we we definitely embody the whole you know doers you know mindset right, right. you know what i'm saying right like, i think that i think that i think if anything else if nothing else like i definitely am about getting stuff done you know what I'm saying? Like, and then making sure that I'm constantly iterating on what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's what, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you guys. Are you, how, how did you, uh, did you all know that you always will be doers and entrepreneurs and leaders from, yeah. from being young or did you just, yeah. how, how did, how did that come about to be evolved for you guys to be doing what you're doing now? Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. So for me, I've always, I've always been a doer before I knew what the term like was. So yeah. for me, I'm, I I actually you know one of the reasons why you know so I I I dropped out of school as well where I got kicked out of school but I, I um I uh I've always been a doer I've never I've never been in, could be engaged in the theoretical yeah. you know and 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 so I'm always trying to get like you know like if you ask any of my friends or anybody that works I'm always trying to get things done and so I've always been that way um uh and when I got older though I started to learn more of the book type stuff yeah and i think that has helped me you know as far as like being strategic and actually knowing more of the terms and terminology behind things but sure. i've always been a doer yeah i think i it's funny i think i come like i, I i'm kind of like switched because yeah, yeah. i was kind of raised like you know i was i was raised house where it's like 
always always conversation about politics mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and about like things like that and like philosophy and stuff like that like i went to wayne state my my, my degree was i wanted to be philosophy major yeah i want yeah, to be yeah. like a history philosophy teacher yeah you know yeah. what i mean like that, that so i was i was more like i say it wasn't a doer but i was definitely theoretical yeah, you know? yeah. and, and I, that, that kind of fueled the writing and all that and i think i got to the point where i was like man i kind of want to just i love writing but i want to start doing is when i really start getting getting, getting into film because yeah. film kind of forced me to say all right i like how this is reading but how will this look and right who do i need yeah. to, who do i need to contact how do i yeah. get this scene set up like how do i yeah. use a camera right so it may start asking me questions about like how do i how do i how do i use use all this stuff i have in my brain to actually create it in the world yeah um and from there it kind of just kind of spiraled you know i kind of just got creatively crazy and started to like screenwriting youtube videos podcasts you know you know writing um like essays and articles and coding and you know building all types of different products you know just for just for the fun yep. you know and it's like and it's like from there it's like you know the you know it feels like we're on the ramp and we're just like accelerating faster and faster at this point yeah so it's like it's hard to look down and say huh what was that one thing that kind of took me to that to to this, yeah. this accelerating point but mm-hmm. i mean i think i think i've been lucky i've been very blessed just to have like honestly the friend group as well yep. like like rodney like a friend Madala, um like Noah, Dre, I'll be fan Kyler as well. All these guys are like software engineers, they're product people, you know, we have designer friends. We have everyone that's like very interested in trying to build the future for for ourselves. Yeah. And really interested in trying to push it forward. So when we're working and I'm like, oh, I got this update, and it's like, oh, okay, they see it, and it's like, oh, and then they make push an update, you know, it kind of yeah, kind of yeah. always yeah, you're always always that motivation yeah. for each other. Yeah, so. it's always something. So yeah, yeah, everybody's always bringing yeah. it up something and bringing something to the right. table and, you know, yeah. that, and that kind of fueled the black man book club too because mm-hmm. i realized like you know actually this is this is really how it got started black and book clubs when i was when we had a when we were working in our slack group mm-hmm. and we had a book notes mm-hmm. section oh slack. that's interesting yeah and yeah i usually i would drop that yeah, yeah, yeah. Rod, rodney and mark and madala and me and dre we would just drop note book notes into this yeah. chat into the slack channel okay and i was like man this is this is very interesting i i i, I want to compile well, i didn't even know that's what it started that's what i first got that yeah. kind of hit wow. me. I, didn't, I didn't know the name or anything but i was like yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool if i could just you know yeah. be able to get some information sure enough on time yeah 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 that's great that book, you know yeah i like i like that that with the phrase you just said you're building something for yourself that's really really poignant you know i, I hope listeners i Everyone out there listening, I hope you took note on that because that's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's all about. So when yeah, you guys right. wake up every day, every morning, you know, I know there's some type of inspiration that, that motivates you. What what inspires you to do the work that you do? Um uh me right now, I'm just inspired by creating and, and creating and then also empowering creators because for me, I've I've you know, I got I was kinda like a kid, like star in a way where I got so lucky young. Yep. And so I've been up and down and up and down. And I've seen all, basically every like so much. Even though I'm only I'm only 24, but when I, I started when I was you know 14. So it, it for me what inspires me now is that uh, you know just you know just taking all that I know and then actually in using it. And then also another inspiration, you know, and this is not everybody agrees with this type of inspiration, but it is what it is for me. You know, I left, you know, a high paying six figure job at the top company in the country. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, um, you know, I have something to, I do have something to prove. I have something to, uh, to get, I have inspiration because, you know, I don't, for me, I want to, 
make sure that my vision was was uh strong or and and it was right you know and and so i just i'm just inspired by just the moves i've been making so i put myself in a position so that i had to go back to you know the days when i was like 13 in my room sure or the days when or the days when i was you know 19 and me and jordan and dre and Noah were starting a company so you know i had to i purposely put myself in that situation so i think that's where my inspiration comes from okay yeah I'd say, you know, it's just a great answer. I love that answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's so real. But I, I, I think for me, it's like, I'm, I'm definitely driven by the future. Like I'm always thinking, I'm trying to always think about what, what can be the world we're living in. Yeah. So I'm constantly, when I'm, when I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on products. I'm definitely thinking about solving my own problems first. Yeah. You know, that's, I think that's one of the only ways you can really begin with building a startup is figuring out your own problems. Sure. But what happened, what seems to happen you know, with the more knowledge about products and business and the more knowledge I've tried to, I've, I've understood, it's like, there, there's there's different paths for the future that we can take. And it's like, who's going to be the person? Who's going to be the team of people? Who's going to be the driving force to help build that future? Right. Am I going to lay in bed all day and, 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 and not yeah. contribute? Yeah. Am I going to throw the towel in today? Right. And it's like, no, nah, I'm going to keep pushing. And yeah. it's like that, that, that type of, that type of set for me, like, you know that 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 drives me, drives me crazy. Doesn't let me sleep. You said wake up. I don't sleep because of it. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. Right. I, right. 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 Sleepover. <laughs> yeah, sleepover. It's just like, you know, and it's just like the, the, you know, I don't know. It's like when you, you know, you, you for me, it's like I, I understand like the position that we're in, where it's like we're, I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice at the age I am, like the time and like the parties and the a lot of the things that like might be associated with like being 24 and like you know, having this type of job and like, you know, being able to move how I move or whatever. Yeah. But I, I, I continually think about, you know, how it was when, you know, I was working at a movie theater and I didn't have, didn't have shit to do with anything. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think about like, what, like, what would, what, what and if I think about what I was doing on my spare time then, and I was just creating because I, yeah, yeah. You know, when I had nothing and yeah, I, yeah. I was not making money off of it. Yeah. So yeah. I try to just channel that, like that, 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 that desire to like, to be that that creative that creativeness and try to like bring it forward into the world and just see like hey do you guys are we here with this are we do we do we do we see it yeah or, yeah or you know how do how do we move forward with this so and yeah. the the beautiful thing about it too is that what I you know me being involved in tech and and creative creativity because I um do have you know my dream at one point in my life was to be a writer as well and then I've done music yeah. and other stuff and film and I think yeah. what's beautiful about and I'm, I'm, I, you know, with you guys being under 25, it's wonderful to see young people like yourselves doing great things because with the texting, the way it's going, you know, you know, when I first, when I was, when I was you guys age and younger, when I was in college, they didn't, we didn't have any of this yeah. advanced technology. I mean, yeah. computer science was like very hard science. It wasn't even creative yeah. at oh, all. Yeah, yeah. It was boring to me. I, I changed major because yeah. it was too boring. And I almost, <laughs> fl- I almost flunked out. No, seriously, I almost flunked out because I got disinterested very quickly. I wanted yeah, to be more yeah. creative. But what I'm loving about yeah. the way things are now is that you can meld creativity and techno technical skill together yeah. in one project. Yeah, you know. Yeah, a hundred percent. No, that's dude. Yeah, a hundred percent. That I I really resonate with that. Um, and 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 I'm also trying to get more people through code side to realize that. That's why I'm so big on just their creative use of technology yeah because there's so many like you know i think people get interested when they can start changing like 
you know what's right in front of them yeah or be able to like distribute things to people that they can touch and yep. you know um i think that's when it gets really fun and interesting so yeah i 100 resonate with that man yeah and i think that what happens too is that even with the young people because i teach coding to middle and high schoolers and what i see yeah. when they when they see something that they have created that somebody mm-hmm. else could touch and see across the world i mean they, that that's mm-hmm. a, in a very very empowering tool Yes, one hundred percent. So for people yeah. who are late, people who have even grown, people who've never done it before, once you teach them that, man, they, mm-hmm. oh wow, this is something I created that the world can see. I mean, that yeah. that's fascinating. Yeah, to me. yeah, and it's, it's it, very and fascinating. And it touches stuff like that touches every other aspect of their life as well. Yeah, because it's like once you have that, once you have that in you, like, oh, I can build something without any other oversight. I right. can bring it to the world. It can bring value to people. Yeah, I right. mean, I think there's a lot of reasons people do things, but being able to help others. I think is a is a strong driver in a lot of people's motivation. Oh yeah, you know, with their own families and their own I think communities. So. Yeah, um, they want to help, but a lot of people, they I think they they don't see a way. Right. So they get, I think a lot of people get disoriented in just today's society. Yep. With social yeah. media and stuff like that. They don't really they have a brand themselves. They I agree. realize their Twitter account. Yep. They can yeah. broadcast. They can yeah. broadcast all these great things. You know, just serious, no, seriously, actually, I've seen people who have some really good, you know, social, you know, and really engagement, and you know, um, if if they were to, you know, really like it click for them that that's like the the a funnel, mm-hmm. you know, for hey, all their creative interests that they want to get like share with the world, yeah, it would be it'd be huge. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's turn the conversation, guys, to advice kind of things. So what mm-hmm. what advice would you all give for people that are looking to step into entrepreneurship or having their own business or leadership? What, what advice would you give them? Uh, so uh, for me, uh. I actually had a, a another like a video that I just recorded about like somebody asked me about advice, but it is what I said in that in that video I'll read it here and here is like um patience. You know, like you know, for me, because I've always been a doer, I've also had a, a problem with of lack of patience. Cause I'm always like, let's just do it now and like yeah. let's get it like, you know. <laughs> and yeah. um and so, you know, but I found that patience is good because um it allows you to one, you can come up with new ideas. You can also adjust your strategy. Right. You're also less in a rush, and you know you're not going from th- this thing to the next thing to the next thing. Right. And then um, also understanding the, uh, the the value of connections. Sure. And I have a lot of you know business that's been done just off of relationships that have helped me. That's helped me a ton. And um, uh, knowing that earlier would have been great. And then the third thing would be just the 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 understanding of the cost of career choices. Sure. So for example, um, you know, um, maybe you're going to company A, but does company, you're going to company A because maybe it's, it seems more fun or maybe it seems like it's being paid more, but does company B, you know, align better to your 10-year goals right. or your, you know, or your five-year goals and because of just maybe the connection or maybe the brand or whatever the case is and just understanding like also what the contracts like what type of contracts that you're getting into sure Mm -hmm. sure i would say don't be afraid to ask okay and and i and i say that because yeah someone who's a creative for a while like working on my own projects like writing projects and film projects whatever you know even coding projects i know i could have saved a lot more time if i was willing to pick up the phone send a send a tweet you know, anything to ask what people thought about what I was doing. Okay. You know, there's, there's, I think, I think a lot of people that work on startups and work as entrepreneurs and their businesses, 
they have a kind of a fear that their products may be taken from them by some person or group of people that are yeah, scouting, business. Yeah, scouting yeah. online for some reason. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's a that's a that's a natural reaction to kind of like you know safeguard your baby. You don't want people to know until it's ready. Right. But what I, what I found the more I've like tried and learned about building uh businesses is that you want to get in front of people quick to get that information about them and how they feel about it. Yep. You know, because you start building that feedback loop about like, hey, maybe this landing page isn't how we want it to be. Right. Maybe this, maybe, maybe, maybe this uh, product arrangement maybe isn't, isn't, isn't all that we thought it was going to hit with. Yeah. Or maybe they see something good. You know, I, I just had a, um, a thing I put on Twitter for Black Men Book Club. It was a, I, I put on Twitter an open Google sheet with a list of, um, of books with different categories. Right. Um, this was just my wish list. I decided to put it on and see if anyone, you know, I just posted it online so people could, could see it and also could add to it. You know, I made it open and public because I don't have all the answers and I know people were, are interested in this product. So maybe someone else can contribute too. Yeah. You know, so try to, I, I would, I would, I would say for entrepreneurs, you know, be, be, be careful about the silo, you know, be careful about that. Um, I would also say, you know, step, step into situations that you don't feel comfortable in. Right. You know, be, be willing to be in those places where it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel when I, when I first signed up for this, but, you know, go in there with, uh, you know, an energy and a potential about yourself that says, Hey, I have something here. or I want to, I want to connect with people. Like you said, connections, like building yeah, your connections, yeah. go in there and say, Hey, like, I'm just here to talk to people. Sure. Who knows? Who can let's be, let's be open. Let's be, yeah, let's yeah. be more open about what we're doing so we can, we can build a better future. I think yeah. that just the connotation about being shut off, yeah. you know, is what, what I realized, like kind of how I was when I was a lot younger was like, mm. you know, isolated, depressed, cut yep. off, like mm -hmm. that stuff. You know, I could have, you know, there's, there's but more potential when you're able to be open. Yeah. You know? so. Oh yeah. 100% man. And then that's the thing too, is being out here, just being part of a, group where you belong to i mean once you find that belonging that you to yeah, you, yeah. So you could you could get bogged down easily when you work especially as an entrepreneur when you're working by yourself but you, yeah, it's you easy to get, yeah but you once you decide let me go to a meetup right quick let me go somewhere let me go down to bamboo and hang out and then you you feel yeah. that energy when you get in that environment and it inspires you even yeah. more that's exactly why we went to bamboo like when we were there yeah. and the, the connections we made yeah, at bamboo yeah. and the experience yeah, yeah a lot of the connections we made at bamboo we still have today man yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it's 100% true, man. Yeah. Speaking of bamboo and Detroit, what what you got? What what's both of your takes on the Detroit tech and entrepreneurship scenes? What where do you think? I mean, we've talked a little mm -hmm. bit about it earlier, but where do you think, in terms of it, where it's headed? Where do you think it's going to be headed to? Yeah, so um, I think that Jordan will give a better answer on it because he's been here. <laughs> okay, like he's been here, for, but but I will say like what I will say though is that you know what I've seen. Um, it's, it's, the ecosystem is growing at a rapid pace yeah. and I see no reasons why it will slow down. Um, and if it does slow down, it still doesn't matter because I remember, I remember vividly six years ago, what it was like, and there's so many more resources now. So mm -hmm. like, this is like, if anybody's complaining about resources, not like not having resources now, uh, you know, it's, it'd be interesting. That's interesting, but it's, it's grown, it's grown, it's great. Yeah, I, I'd say it's definitely it's definitely growing. I think I think Detroit's entrepreneurship scene is in a situation where there's a lot of people in the process yeah. of building companies, and they're in they're in their early and um, I think mid stages before ready for let's say venture funding or some type of loans or some type of like next step level of of 
of of um of graduation i think yeah. i think what i think the key i think the key here is like the scalability of businesses that in detroit and what what that looks like in the future i think you know businesses like you talk about bird like how yeah. bird is a was an incredibly scalable business because of the amount yeah. of funding they had so yeah they were yeah. able to Make scale up they were able to scale up extremely yeah. fast they said well it was a year they raised like what 500 million yeah we raised like it was like 400 yeah 400 500 million dollars that is year. crazy right. wow yeah. yeah yeah and that and that type of funding that type of funding is is you know is is definitely is definitely driven by fomo um, yeah without a doubt yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah without think, a doubt <laughs> i think what's going to happen is a lot of these a lot of these smaller time businesses that are beginning to pick up steam in detroit yeah um that are run by you know local people not talking about like things like uh the stock x's and, and the duos more just talking about really the smaller smaller businesses yeah, yeah. I, I think there's this trend in in, v, in venture funding that's going to happen because of kind of the overvaluation of some of these startups yeah, yeah. will be that they will be more um character driven and more personal driven what yeah, i mean yeah. by that is like individual individuals i think will begin to get venture funding okay. instead of uh, corporations um, I think I think there'll be, and I, I mean there'll be corporations that'll be getting funding, but they'll be investing more based on the person, yeah, 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 and, the, and yeah. the amount of money yep. that'll be raised will be less, mm, but it'll yeah. be, but the percentage will be much lower. Yeah, yeah. So I think Detroit has the potential because Detroit has such a low um, cost per um, um, square feet for a living, mm -hmm. sure. and we have some of the best internet in America. It's so fast. Rock and fiber. It's, so fast. it's 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 boosted our our internet coverage and internet speed dramatically downtown. They're still working on getting, you know, all of Metro Detroit. Yeah. Um, but while they're doing that, I think what's going to happen is people that are in SF and LA, they're going to look around other places that don't require the housing burden and the engineering burden. Yeah. And they're going to see a lot of um, angel level ventures in Detroit that they will look for and say, hey, these are actually profitable businesses already. Yeah. They're already revenue driven businesses. Yeah. Yeah. That are that are that are in an open space. Like Detroit is a very open area yep. that has the potential to grow. Detroit, I think, as a city is if I if I read uh if I've read the statistics correctly, um, it's had the first year of population growth in like ten years, the past like two years. Oh yeah. So it's 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 not it, the, the the downwards trajectory for the population has stopped and now it's going in the opposite direction. So I think I think with all these different trends. I think the 2020s when we talk about security, yeah. we talk about security yeah. being the most important. Part. Exactly, that's why Duo's doing so well. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think a lot of um, these mom and pop shops, these a lot of smaller businesses, I think will all of a sudden be in a position where they'll need to understand and will need to be prepared for a lot of angels and a lot of um, partners being available for for them to access. Yeah. So oh yeah. I yeah. think I think it's I think there's a very strong, in my opinion, very strong trajectory for Detroit mm -hmm. in the future. I think there's a, a a, a larger scene that's going to grow in the next five years. That's gonna, yeah. That's going to really surprise a lot of people around in America. No, definitely. You know, but it's going to be very evident here. Yeah. No, I've, yeah. I've seen I've seen Detroit attracting a lot of young professionals. Yeah. That you, I you know I, I'm just looking like wow this is crazy. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I I can I I agree with that sentiment. Yeah. The amount of young black professionals that I've 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 learned about just working downtown now it's made me realize like. The amount of capital that they have pulled together is is very interesting, yeah. and it makes me it makes me it makes me think because of all these different factors, maybe venture isn't even something that needs to be worried about. Maybe we'll be in a situation where, you know, revenue growth and just sustainability outside of a working job be the goal for a lot of people. 
And that's a whole different conversation. I think that's very interesting where it's like, hey, we're not even we're not even trying to become that scale. We're not even looking to raise 100 million. We're trying to um, to build something for ourselves and really make it a personal platform. Oh, yeah. You know? so there's 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 different avenues. You know, Detroit is a, you know, a hustler city. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, more, the more the city keep moving. So I, I feel like that that type of grit is going to really just start picking up. So and, and there's some momentum already happening. There's a lot of like the L.A. San Fran's and the Boston's and New York's of the world are really trying to take, they are taking notes to Detroit. It's almost like other cities are kind of like, well, let's sit back and wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Even, yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely get that vibe, you know, because even people, there's even people that when I was in Los Angeles that have been, they're from Detroit, but they have been living in Los Angeles for like 20 years. And, you know, they're, here's their take. And, you know, I don't necessarily you know, I'm not necessarily on what they're. I'm not necessarily with what they're saying, but I have heard them out, which is people are sitting back. I think because they people have seen ups and downs with ups yep. and downs with Detroit. Yep. So people are like they're seeing it, and so they're like, every nobody's crazy. You know, what I'm saying nobody's they, they see it, but yep. I think that people are are holding back because they're like, all right, like is it gonna like mm-hmm. pump fake or is it gonna keep mm-hmm. really going up? And I think that's an exciting part. Yep. But I would say like based on what I see, I think that. Um, we're gonna, it's gonna keep going up, and um, and I think that people who are really driving the community, um, especially like Bam- what Bamboo is doing, I think that will will make it, you know, um, easier for that to happen. Yeah, I, well, I'm older than you guys. I'll tell you from my own experience, there have been a lot of hopeful starts and false starts and things that fizzled out over the last yeah, few yeah. decades, and I think this mm-hmm. one is real. And I, I talk about this on the podcast all the time, where That's I feel interesting. like. Yeah, no, it's really, it's really, it's really because of technology and way things have advanced. It's different. It's different. Yeah. It's a different era. And then with you, young mm-hmm. people like yourselves who are really go getting and really serious about it, because there's just so many young people who have moved back to Detroit and have decided to stick roots here and and be committed to yep. this effort. And I think that's making the yeah. difference because because back then things were on a downslide since the '80s and people decided yeah. to leave and never come back. And that they, mm-hmm. you know, they got tired. Uh, of, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. A lot of people I did meet, but they were. It was like the, it was like the, it was around the eighties when they were. Oh, it was know. terrible, man. It was. It, yeah, we had yeah. crime, crack, you know, shooting. Yeah, people, people that said I can't deal with that. I got to go. And and yeah, now, now even there started looking like, oh, maybe I need to take a second look at what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I noticed that. I have. Yeah, I've had. Yeah, that's one conversation I have had a couple times. Yeah. yeah, Detroit. Detroit has turned into a new chapter. Oh yeah. For, you know, so I think I, I listen. I, I lived in LA for a little bit um, when I was writing, and I saw the creativity in the city, and I saw how it was driven by younger people. That's the, that's one of the key things about LA. It's always been driven by younger people. And when I when I moved, I moved to downtown area. I'm not downtown, but the midtown area. Mm-hmm. And you know, I saw the Wayne State, and I saw all these people living around that were all younger, and they were all you know, kind of a hippie-ish type of vibe. Yep. I was always like getting it. And I realized, I was like, this is like, you know, this is like an SF. This yeah. is like an LA. Yeah. Like, like yeah. how when they started, yeah. it was the same yeah. kind of energy. Where it was like, yeah, yeah. hey, let's, let's just, let's just be, let's just yeah. be out here and just, you yeah. know, because there's no, there's no stigma in Detroit to create something versus yeah. in LA. And, right. and, and I think there's a lot of, oh, you're not building yeah. Uber? Oh, well. Right. You ain't yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't billion dollars yet. You ain't nothing. Right. Yeah. Right. Basically, yeah. Right. So, and the thing is about that, it's like if you're an entrepreneur that doesn't know anything about entrepreneurship, but you're an entrepreneur and you don't know it, and right. you and you and you're and you're in Detroit, um, it, it it lets you it lets you just build in it lets you be the founder that you need to be in peace when you're learning. 
Yeah. Because because the process of like getting to that zero to one that you know that Peter Thiel that going from zero to one, it, it's 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 based around it's based around the um the potential you see in the product you're working on. Yeah. If you're and if you bog down and like oh if I can't raise this amount and I can't do this you're not focused on the feedback and the user and how you're gonna build it it becomes I think it becomes a real rat race and I think that's kind of what's happening in those places. Oh yeah. So I think yeah so Detroit Detroit is a uh, yeah man I'm I'm long on Detroit. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Well, that's good to I'm know. Well, I'm glad you guys have have planted ground and, and committed to stay here and do some things. And in terms of, of opportunity, what what specific opportunities do you guys see in Detroit, industry wise or entrepreneurship wise or whatever? What, what, what any trending, anything like that you think you see could be potential or or anything mm-hmm. like that? Uh, I definitely like building brands, like any type of brands. I, I've seen. I remember going to Wayne State and seeing you know uh, you know brands like. You know, Detroit's a new black, like really small, or like mm-hmm. even like the social club was really like it was just. Like, I remember like they were just starting, and yeah. now those are like, well-known brands. And so, um, and those are just a couple of just a few of those examples. So I would just say like, you know, um, I see opportunities in that area. I also definitely see opportunities in, you know, saying food because, for example, mm-hmm. because there's going to be so many. Because I see so many more professionals out here. You know, that just tells me we're getting paid. So, yep. you know, more people have money to spend. And so, uh, and, and, and everybody's like those buildings, like Quicken and all that. And I know I just saw Google, they're trying to get a lot more people out here. Yep. Those people, you know, I remember like, you know, when I was working at, you know, in Los Angeles, it's like, yeah, we got free food. But, you know, a lot of times when you have your prof- young professional, you're like, hey, you know what? Let me just go out and get something to eat. And so I think it's going to be, um, and even that, not even just young, it could be anybody. Who's yep. getting paid, you know, and um, and so restaurants is going. Um, uh, basically, it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's yeah a lot. I, I'd say I'd say for sure brands. I would say uh, learning. Okay. As well, and I would also say healthcare. Yeah. Um, I think I think healthcare has a has a wide potential in 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 Detroit, um, um specifically, um, yeah. be, because because of the growing because of the because of you know, it's interesting when you have a when you have a place that actually kind of has had like a downturn for so long, kind of everything is opened up because all the infrastructure isn't. It, it's like the infrastructure for like you know buildings are there, but for 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 solutions, right? It's not there. The investment was never put in for these different things. So there's a lot of open open opportunity. Right. Um, and and I would say healthcare too because a lot of regulations are being removed for um, like mobile centered and like doctor. Yep. doctor information related um products oh yeah um and there's a lot of older people in the community that that i think mobility first transportation will probably be affected by you know obviously because of the big because of the automotive industry here mobility is going to be huge i don't know about autonomous but mobility when it comes to alternative driving um um things yeah and that then that really that really that, that's really about that last mile type of situation because Detroit has a lot of last. Detroit is full of last mile opportunities Times, because sure, it's, yeah. it's a wider, yeah, a wider sure. city. Sure, Times. you know it's, it 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 has a lot of that. So there's 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 a few different things that have kind of caught my eye. I mean, I'm I'm definitely more focused on the learning aspect right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, you know what I noticed too. It's like Michigan is has a ton of engineers. Yeah. Oh, has it just a? It's a, has a ridiculous. Yeah, we do. We got the we got the we got the highest per capita in the country. 
far as engineers. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. Like, it's a lot of people don't think they don't think about it, but it is. It there, is. there is a potential for a huge um, 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 knowledge transfer. Yeah. Between generations, that could happen because yep. right now everything is software driven. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I think there's a large potential for more hardware driven products. Well, that was that. That because no of, because of this, if this knowledge transfer can work for a lot of people, older people that are in the in the in the game that are in like the big three that have all this knowledge about, you know, the real hardware related mm-hmm. products. Right. I think there's a possibility and a very strong potential that this will transfer into the into this to I guess the software generation. Yeah, yeah. And and I think I think that will that will trigger a lot of interesting things in Detroit. Yeah. Um so for sure, for sure. Yeah. So for people who are listening that want to get involved in the Detroit eco- ecosystem, what what advice would you guys give them? Hit us up. Hit us up. Um, <laughs> hit us up. Go to yeah, Bamboo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, you can hit me. Look, <laughs> definitely, you can, they can. Uh, well, the easiest way to hit me up, because uh, would be just to go. Like I'm RG2 official on pretty much Twitter, fa- uh, Facebook, Instagram. Every you pretty much find me everywhere at RG2 official. You can send me emails. Um, but then on top of that, outside of just me, like you know, or and you know, just to get in- ingrained. Um, uh yeah down, i mean bamboo is one of the, the quickest ways um but outside of bamboo what else um well let, let's do this a- well let's do this guys let's get your emails and social media handles for both of you so that people can reach yeah, out to okay. you okay absolutely um so um yeah for me rg2 official on instagram twitter and um linkedin is rodney.gainus and then my email is rodney.gainus at gmail.com so rodney.g-a-i-n O-U-S at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I'm Jordan W.C. Jackson on Twitter. And uh, you probably Twitter, Twitter is probably the best way to reach me. Okay. Um, and my email is jordancoinjackson at gmail.com. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's some great information, guys. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I wish you all well. I know you guys are doing great things already. And I, and I think I just see more success for you coming up. And I, like I said, Especially for you, Rodney, you're one of the ones who I talk about all the time who was born and raised here, left, and decided to come back. Um, mm-hmm. Jordan, you're like myself. I never left. And even though I traveled a lot as a kid and younger adult, I'm glad mm-hmm. to be here rooted. I'm glad you're here as well. Um, you guys mm-hmm. are definitely inspiration. You guys are, well, inspiration for people both younger than yourselves and older people like me. I really am proud of you both and all the team, Noah and Dre and all, all you guys. I mean, I really you know, appreciate you guys coming on here and, and, and telling your story because this story is heard around the world. So I hope, hopefully people yeah. across the country and other parts of the world hear this and, and really take note. Yeah. And, yeah, and, no, no, yeah Donald, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for those words. And then also I really appreciate having the opportunity to come on this podcast has been fun. And um, yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot for yeah. having us. Yeah. Thanks man. Really appreciate it. It's a great time. Oh, no problem, man. So with that, we're going to close out folks again. We'll we'll re, we'll repeat the contact information later. Hopefully, you guys, you can reach out to Rodney and Jordan if you have any questions or you need some advice, inspiration, or anything else. Please reach out to these fine young gentlemen. And with that being said, thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Doers Network, where actives grow and thrive. You've just been listening to our interview with Jordan Coyne Jackson and Rodney Gaines. If you'd like to reach them directly. You can reach them at Jordan WC Jackson on Twitter for Jordan or by email 
jordancoinjackson at gmail.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N-C-O-I-N-J-A-C-K-S-O-N at gmail.com. And for Rodney, you can reach him at RG2Official. That's RG, the number two, O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L on Instagram and Twitter. And also you can reach him as Rodney.Gainus, that's R-O-D-N-E-Y dot G-A-I-N-O-U-S on LinkedIn. Or Rodney, R-O-D-N-E-Y dot G-A-I-N-O-U-S at gmail.com. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Bamboo Detroit, located in the heart of downtown Detroit. Bamboo Detroit specializes in co-working space and amenities for entrepreneurs and forward thinkers. Bamboo Detroit, where we do more together because Detroit is for doers. If you would like to support our podcast, you can become a sponsor of the Doers Network. We have gold, silver, and bronze packages available. If you have a business you would like to promote, you'll be able to reach over 10,000 listeners around the world each month at your fingertips. So if you want to reach our audience of founders, CEOs, innovators, and leaders, become a sponsor today. For more information, email us at info at We appreciate your support by subscribing to our podcast right here on the Doers Network. Thanks for listening. grow and thrive the doers podcast is produced by bamboo detroit network for more information visit us at bamboo